But tonight, I want to entitle this service Why I Cannot Leave the Message. Hallelujah. Because the message is Jesus. The message is Jesus. And Jesus is the absolute. This is my absolute. William Branham pointed me to Jesus. William Branham William Branham. I don't worship William Branham. William Branham. But I worship Jesus. The supernatural that took place in his ministry. It's the same supernatural that is in the bride of Christ. He's in every young man, every young lady that will receive the message. Hallelujah. So I cannot leave the message. I cannot. Because I'm part of Jesus. And if you're part of God, you can't be lost. Hallelujah. Praise God. Why don't we stand? Thank you, musicians. Aren't you thankful for the musicians? Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Why don't we turn to Revelations chapter 3 as we We'll go to prayer. Amen. Can you feel the presence of God? Amen. The word is going to be preached in purity. It might cut. It might cut. It might hurt. It might might rebuke your life. But as we're going to read, that's love. That's God love that would speak harshly. It's God's love that would become chastening you to repent. Hallelujah. Let's just bow our head. Dear Heavenly Father, we invite you tonight, Lord Jesus. Have your way in this service. Lord, we come to see you. If any person has come to see a white man, may they lay aside their carnal mind right now. And may they start to see Jesus. Help us, God, when we come to church. Not to play church. To dress all fancy, God. And miss what you have for us. Your prophet said you keep your appointments. You're an on-time God. Lord, you called four young people to be baptized. But God, there's more. The prophet says, until the last one comes in, until the last one comes home, we won't be rapture, God. So there's a work to do. There's a work in Africa. There's a work in America. There's a work around this globe. Lord God, I'm so thankful I cannot leave you. But most most of all, Lord, I'm thankful you said you would never leave me. Hallelujah, God. Thank you for your love. May you speak to us tonight. In Jesus' name. Church says,
Amen, amen. Amen. Revelation chapter 3, verse 19. I want you to take this service personal. Amen. We're not going to think about nobody but you. You might think you don't need anything. But Jesus wants to speak to you. Amen. In verse 19 it says, As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. This is Jesus speaking. This is our absolute speaking. He's saying, I love you, church. I love you, so I'm going to rebuke you. I'm going to say, turn from your sins. Turn from the world. Get your eyes back on the main thing. And the main thing is the message. If I were to ask you, when is the last time you listened to a message? Many of your answers would be very sad. If I asked you, when's the last time you read your Bible? Your answer would be sad. Does everyone understand? Get back to the Bible. Read your Bible every day, Little girls, read your Bible. Little boys, read your Bible. Have mommy and daddy read your Bible. So that you can know Jesus personally. Read the message which makes this a new book. Which makes it come alive. Hallelujah. You may have your seats. How many believe Jesus Christ is the same yesterday forever? So the same God that was with a prophet in 1963 that showed himself in a cloud is the same Holy Spirit in us today in May. I said in May. 22. May 22nd. May 22nd. God is in the bride. How many believe God is in you? Hallelujah. Then I wanted to declare today. Once married to Jesus. Once I'm married to Jesus, I cannot leave him. See, the first man you married was the man of sin. But our prophet said, you must separate yourself from sin. You need, this is the only time you have an ability to divorce. Divorce sin. Divorce your old life, your old marriage, your flesh, and get married to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now, we did not marry William Branham. William Branham married us to Jesus. William Branham is the one that officiated the wedding. 
And if you believe that message, it's grace and mercy to you. Because the bride of Jesus Christ has received her wedding ring. She has, a, she has an identification in the word. And once I've made a promise to him, once he makes a promise to you, he keeps his word. Amen. Amen. Brother Branham says, He is my absolute. He is my sunshine. He is my life. He is my anchor. Has anyone ever had trouble? Only half of you have had trouble. How many have had financial trouble? How many of you know where their next meal is going to come? But Jesus provided a way. You see, we got to give Jesus a chance to prove himself. That's when the supernatural can take place. When we give Jesus room to move. Hallelujah. We must give Jesus an opportunity. You once were lost. I once was lost. But now I'm found. I was that prodigal son. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know why I had left the message. But then Jesus came my way. And he picked me up. He said, come home. Africa. Africa. Come home. Come live with me for eternity. But this side of eternity, you're going to have to make a stand for truth. Today's, this, today's service is to give us stability, to give us a balance in the message of the hour. Because we cannot lift up William Branham's message over the absolute. Or else, you are just like the Catholic Church. You're just like the Catholic spirit that lifts the Pope over the Bible. Who wants that spirit in this church? How many pastors want the Catholic spirit? But many of them are operating just like the Catholic church. Brother Branham said, why I'm against organized religion? Why am I? Because people... People organize Jesus. They get him in a box. They expect him to be a certain way. I don't want to limit God in my life. If you're a true believer, you don't want to limit God. Don't limit God. Don't give up. You are for a purpose. Brother Tim, what is my purpose in life? You're looking at a person that has sold business, sold my business, sold everything to follow Jesus. Brother Tim has a house. 
I have a wife, like the pastor said. I have three children. But if all of that was taken away from me, I would still serve Jesus. Amen. You can have this whole world, but give me Jesus. Can we say Jesus? Jesus. He's freedom. He wants to bring freedom for the believer. I cannot leave the message of the hour. Because I married Jesus Christ. And it showed me the way. And it showed me I am the bride. Amen. Now bride in Africa. We do not want to have bride pride in the message of the hour. We're so, we're so proudful that we're in the message now. And everyone else is less than us. You're not ready for a rapture. The spirit of Christ is humble. The Spirit of Christ can talk to a Baptist. The Spirit of Christ can talk to a Pentecostal. The Spirit of Christ can talk to a young person that's smoking right in your face. The Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus Christ will not judge a person based on their religion. The Spirit of Jesus Christ in the bride will love every single person because we are not fighting a battle against flesh but we are fighting spirits in high places spirits that lift themselves above the Bible hallelujah how many believe God is in flesh if you don't believe God is in you then God can't be with you but you need a revelation if you stand for Jesus he will stand for you he'll back you up he'll fight for you that is why I can't leave Jesus hallelujah Many are trying to explain away the message of the hour. Many are looking at their pastor that they were in the message once. And they define the whole message of the hour in that one pastor. And the way he preached. And the way the people lifted him up made it seem like he was perfect. But I guarantee you, if I ask Brother Gideon, has he made a mistake? Have you made a mistake? Very many. Brother, all the ministry. So your ministers and pastors are not free of mistakes. So they need to humble themselves and admit they're wrong. When, when a humble brother like that says something like, I made a mistake. 
I believed a false doctrine. I preached something that wasn't in the message. I am sorry, church. When he says that, his ministry will grow. See, people in the message of the hour are so proud they will never admit they're wrong. That is a denominational spirit. The bride of Christ will admit and repent when God makes it revealed to them that they've done wrong. Amen. Amen. How many believe, believe they're born of the Spirit? How many believe the Spirit of God is in them? That a minister can preach anything in this Bible. And it will not offend you. But it will prod you to righteousness. Amen. Brother Branham says, if I die in my tracks... My absolute is Jesus Christ. Upon that is what I believe. If everybody walks out, my absolute is Jesus. If everyone leaves the message, I will stand for Jesus. The message is an eagle cry. And it requires wings to fly. People can sit in a message church for years and years and never fly. Set your wings to the winds of faith, church. Do not struggle. Do not attack your brother. Because when you get one wing hurt, you become imbalanced. But let Jesus, Dr. Jesus, let him touch you. When, when he touches you, I guarantee you, you will never be the same. You can't be the same. When Jesus touches you, your life is changed. Your desires change. Your hungers change. I cannot leave my absolute. I cannot leave my absolute. Any of these brothers could leave the Bible. Any of these brothers could leave the message of the hour. But I am determined. No matter what pastor says he doesn't believe. I believe. How many believers in Africa? Brother Tim is not afraid to say names. Brother Tim, Jeff Jenkins. Jeff Jenkins sold out his birthright after his father died and denied this message. Is that true? Walked with the message for 30, 40 years. His natural father passes away. And you watch the revelation of that man. Now his wife looks like a Hollywood star. His children look like homosexuals. 
Living in LA, I want to say something. I don't hate the man. But I hate the spirit that caused him to fall. Can you receive that? We hate the spirits that are seducing spirits. And it's still in the message of the hour. Ministers are being seduced by money. They're being seduced that they can charge for prayers. That is not in the message. I don't find that in my absolute. Where Jesus, where Jesus required land for prayer. Amen. This is going to get really down to home. But church, it's time to rise up. It's time to be mature believers. It's time to call things the way they are. I'm tired of churches in the message. Oh, you're a good person. You pay really good tithes. You get a special ministry. There is no one special outside of Jesus Christ. Someone leave the message. Kakati, I was in it for 50 years. That is nothing in eternity. What they, failed to what they failed to recognize is a believer is living in eternity. It never stopped. It just keeps going. So they have chosen temporal. I have chosen immortal. immortal. Not of this world. I been dropped into time. If any man preach another gospel, let him be cursed. The gospel is Jesus Christ. If we say we believe the message of the hour, we must never disfellowship brothers. I said never disfellowship brothers. When do we, when do we uh, separate ourselves? When someone starts preaching about polygamy, I'm not going to stay around. Because that came from the devil. That came from the pit of hell. Do we believe in polygamy here? We believe in multiple wives? No. Adam had one wife. And I'm going to say something. I have one wife. And I cannot imagine taking care of two. <laughs> it would be too much. Too much, brother, right? got to take care of one bride. One wife. Amen. Amen. The message of the hour never taught us that there would be another messenger after William Branham. 
So anyone that says they're the eighth messenger is false prophet. Anyone that says you don't need Malachi 4 has literally cut out scripture. And you want to keep listening to them. Let me just tell you something. The people against this message, a majority of them, have been divorced or they've been separated or they've been in three or four churches since they left the message. That's nothing but the truth. They go from church to church. Church to church. My prophet says you find a church home. You find a word-based church and you support that pastor. You support that ministry. Brother Tim Andes is going to give a testimony right now. I don't listen to any minister except William Branham. I don't have time to watch any other minister on YouTube. I read my Bible and I read the message. That's all I need. Where your confusion is lying is when you listen to people over in America and it goes against what your pastor is preaching. You've got to understand that church is sovereign and your church is sovereign. So when you start listening to other ministers Donnie Reagan Tim Pruitt and you listen to them more than you're in church that is not a good thing that is where confusion lies it's nothing but the truth if I were a minister of the God or a pastor sorry because I'm not I would read this more and I would look into this Facebook and find the mind of God. Find the mind of God for your congregation. Isn't that what we want? How many want your pastor to preach the truth and be able to say it hard, say it in power, say it with revelation? Because his revelation didn't come from a man in America. His revelation came from God. And then that ministry will grow. The problem is in the message of the hour. People are trying to copy other ministers. I'm not against any of those ministers I mentioned. I'm not against against Joseph Branham. But he is not my pastor. Amen. Who's your pastor here at this church? Thank you. So you don't send any money to Jeffersonville and think you're making it in the rapture. You don't don't have to buy a tablet from Voice of God to go in the rapture. 
That is nothing but the truth. The prophet of God said this. When he was asked if you have to live in Jeffersonville, he told people, don't move to Jeffersonville. Don't move to Tucson. Stay in your position. Stay where you are. Stay in your homeland. Africa. Africa. You do not need to move to America. Stay in your homeland. And God will bless you. Hallelujah. People are looking for blessings and money. They want God to bless them naturally, materially. But that's not what the bride is interested in. She's interested in relationship with Jesus, her husband. That's all I want. I just want Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Church. I don't call you church. I call you bride. Hallelujah. We have a higher calling, amen. The prophet said, rise. Shake yourselves. Shake yourselves, Africa. Let's shake Africa with the gospel. Young people, rise above church splits. In the name of Jesus, rise above the politics that are in the message. I said it. The bride has no time, no time for politics in the message. You can have your politics. But give me Jesus. Because in the morning when I rise up, I have a song in my heart. Just like my little boy who's four years old. And he wakes up singing. Jesus loves me this time. He's only four years old. But an atmosphere is created in the home by my wife. Because I'm not home, I'm working. But my wife, a good wife, is the difference in a home. But you need to find your position in the home. It's not in a workplace. It's not in money that will make you happy. Brother Branham did not say the second best thing to salvation is a good job, is higher education. The second best thing after marrying Jesus is to marry your eternal mate. So it's time for some marriages to take place. Once you're baptized, once you receive the Holy Spirit, it's time to look for your mate, boys. Oh, but I'm going to wait five years. Pardon? I'm going to wait five years and get higher education. I'm sorry, but you did not get that in the message. You did not get that from a prophet. You got that from Laodicea. Laodicea told you you have to have 50,000 shillings a year. Laodicea told you you must be a millionaire. 
the eagle cry is higher. Brother Tim has had a vision. I see young men not concerned with their jobs. Not concerned about money. But all they're looking for is there. They're looking for Rebecca to come. If I were you, I'd be listening to the choosing of the bride every day. I'd be laying in the message. Because if you read the message and you listen to choosing of the bride like I did, she will come to you. She is part of you. So brothers, it's time to find your missing rib. Hallelujah. I don't believe in this 30 years old and we're getting married. Still living at home at 30 years old? Mommy's still folding your undies? Come on, it's time to be mature believers. I'm going to tell you something, and it might hurt you. But if you're over 25 years old, that means you're a quarter century old. It's time to get married. It's time to get married. Hallelujah! And all the sisters, say praise the Lord. Woo! All the brothers. brother? You know why the girls don't want you? Because you've been imbalanced. They can see you're not reading your Bible. They can see you're not reading the message. Sisters, you know why they're not wanting to marry you? Because your tops are lower. Because your skirts are tighter. Because your splits are longer. And any man that has the message, Jesus in them, will say no to that. So what side is the problem? Both. Girls need to get right. Sisters need to dress like a lady. And if you want him to treat you right, you got to treat him right. Hallelujah. If he tries to sell you, I love you. You say, stop right there. Uh, you don't tell me that until you marry me. I said, sisters, you tell him. Sister Uncle Gambia. Brother, Brothers, you never tell him a sister you love her until you married her because you're giving your heart to her. I love you. If he tells you that before you're married, unless he repents of that, he is a serpent. I'm being very serious. Because my wife had a man in our church write her a note and it said, I love you. And then she came to me. And I wasn't even engaged or I was just helping her in the church. But she had confidence already in me. 
And she says, look at this. What, what should I do? I said, go talk to the person and tell them that is not right. I do not accept that. That person is still believing the message by God's grace. But that person is still not married. I've been married to Jessica for nine years in July. Do you understand? Your serpent will come before your Adam. Amen. If you really want a character-filled sister, brother, then you've got to have enough character to fall on your knees and rely on Jesus to bring her to you. That's real character. And what is going to bring her to you? The message of the hour. Because if the message attracts her to you, you will never divorce. You can't. Because what is the attraction? It's not beauty. It's character. Hallelujah. Sister, brother. Sister, brother. You've got questions right now. Some of you have touched a girl inappropriate. Some of you boys have touched him. You need to go to her and repent. All you need to say is, I'm sorry, sister. As the prophet said, God bless you. I want to con confess I was sorry. Does that mean he's condemned? No, he's been free because he asked for forgiveness. So now all the power lays in her to forgive him. Now I'm going to say something very strong. Most of the time, girls are guilty. The sister is guilty. The brothers are the ones that get the fault. But the girl is guilty. Because to get to the act of touching them, they had to have a spirit on them that allowed you to get close to them. So now not just the brother needs to ask for forgiveness. The sister needs to ask for forgiveness. Do you understand? The prophet says you commit adultery, sister or girls, when a man just looks upon you and lusts. Do you understand how severe it is to dress yourself like a harlot? To wear makeup like Jezebel? Amen. One sister caught a revelation. How many need makeup to be beautiful? Not one person in this world. Hallelujah! That's worth clapping about. Because... Jezebel was the only woman in the Bible that wore makeup. She did it when another man was coming to her. And all I'm going to say is any girl that wears makeup 
any girl that's wearing makeup is just trying to attract another man. Can you receive that? Why do they put fake eyelashes on? Why do they spend 30 minutes in a mirror? When they could have spent 30 minutes reading this. When they could have spent 30 minutes in prayer. When they could have spent 30 minutes reading the message. Hallelujah. Saints of God. Brother Branham did not come up with this doctrine. Of modesty. Of modesty. Paul preached modesty. Paul, Paul preached that a woman should be shamefacedness. Cleanse her face. So if you have a problem with what I'm speaking right now, you have a problem with the absolute. People, though, have compared themselves with pastors' wives. And some of you are guilty. If I ask the pastor's wife to come walking forward here, before, before she reached the altar, I would know this man's revelation of the message. See, I've been in message churches. And the pastor's wife, gold chains all over. In the message of the hour, with a huge split on both sides of her skirt, with heels about that long, everything the prophet said not to do, she was doing. You know what I did? I I sat in that service and I had to say that everything that man said was invalid. Everything he preached, Brother Gideon, wasn't for me. Because I had already looked at his wife and said she doesn't have a revelation of what I believe. Look at the wife of the pastor and you will know the condition of the church. Hallelujah. And when you see any pastor and the skirt's getting shorter. The, the, the skirt's getting tighter on the back. In the name of Jesus, you need to leave that man or vote him out. Amen. Amen. That's nothing but the truth. That's what John the Baptist would have preached. He preached. He preached it hard. And his head was taken off. Guess what's happening right now? They're trying to kill the voice of God in the bride. But they can't do it. They're too late. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. How many, believe that, how many believe that the message of the hour is for them? If you believe it's for you, it can help you. But if you doubt Brother Branham one bit, he can't help you. 
So then let me tell you what the one thing the devil's trying to do right now. Make you doubt your absolute. The absolute is not William Branham. It's the voice of God spoken through him. And the same voice of God is speaking through me right now. And the same voice is in the bride ministry. It's in the bride ministry. When you go to work, you're ministering. But if you're looking more like the world, if you're swearing like the world, why would anyone want what you got? So you're going to have to stand for truth. Not stand for Brother Gideon. Not stand for speckled birds in the street. Stand for Jesus! People have lost confidence in the message. Help us, Lord, not to lose confidence in the message. Because the message is Jesus Christ. You doubt the message. You will eventually doubt your Bible. And you will become an agnostic. You will become a, a person that doesn't believe in God. You just believe in something up there, higher power. Isn't that sad? That someone believes they can turn into a bug when they die? It takes more faith, in my opinion, to believe I'm going to turn into a bug than to believe I'm going to step into a new body. How many want to believe that? How many know they've stepped into their theophany? How many know that you're hearing from your other world? How many know this isn't Brother Tim speaking? This is God speaking. And if it's not God, if it's not of God, if I preach my own doctrine, it will bear no fruit. But if I really preach the message, it will make people leave. There's a problem if a church is getting into the thousands. A denominational spirit has come in. They have mission programs. They take pictures of baptisms. There are hundreds of people lined up for baptism. I'm going to tell you something right now. That ministry is, no, is not going nowhere. On the outside, it looks a wonderful. North Americans will take tons of pictures and videos of that. But I want to ask Africans, how many of those people still believe the message now? Guarantee you, barely any of those people getting baptized right now are going all the way in the message of the hour. I guarantee you that after they're baptized, they're coming back for the Gideon. They're coming back out of the water. And they go out and they live the exact same life. Do you know how I can say that? Because Billy Graham did the same thing. He had people coming to an altar in hundreds, in thousands. 
But when Brother Branham said this, but when Billy Graham's message was over, the people only got worse. They went back into the world. They actually got more carnal. But when the message of the prophet came, it didn't get bigger and bigger. It got smaller and smaller. Hallelujah! Because the pure word, when preached, it makes people leave the message. But thank God, I cannot leave the message. Because the message is Jesus Christ. He married me. And once a son or daughter of God, you cannot be not a son or daughter. Hallelujah. Amen. How many believe that Brother Branham was the fulfillment of Malachi 4? Raise your hand. No one believed that he fulfilled scripture. Do you believe he fulfilled the scripture for your day? Okay, now we're getting somewhere. For a minute, I didn't know if I was in the message of the uh, message church. We do believe Brother Branham fulfilled scripture, right? Brother Branham was a word prophet. Malachi 4, Luke 17:30, Revelation 10, 7. You want me to keep going? Matthew 17.10. Let's turn there. Matthew 17. Are we doing okay? How many are receiving? My absolute is Jesus Christ. I'll stand with Jesus over my family. One brother caught the revelation. I, I expect and uh, a little bit of uh, and uh, what's it called uh, anticipation? No, participation in the service. So you can't fall asleep when Brother Tim is preaching. You got to raise your hand. You got to respond. You got to take notes. Amen. 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 Matthew 17, verse 10. His disciples asked him, saying, Why then say the scribes that Elias must first come? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Elias truly shall first come and do what? Restore all things. Yes, so before the coming of the Lord there will be a voice that would go forth a shout and only the bride will listen to the shout only the bride will be the voice in this last day only the true bride will stay with thus saith the Lord my prophet said it thus saith the Lord those that follow skeptics in the message, 
Those that follow skeptics. When's the last time the person you're following said, Thus saith the Lord? They never did it, did they? But our prophet said, Thus saith the Lord. He spoke as an ambassador of Jesus Christ. And now he's saying, You are an ambassador. Hallelujah. If you were an ambassador for your country, you would dress appropriate. You'd have a name tag. You would walk, a, you would walk around with authority and power. You would wear identification that showed you were an ambassador. Come on, believers. How many believe you're the bride? Then you're clothed in the word. You believe that Jesus is with you. You can walk with your head held high. With the word in your hand. You can fight the devil. You can fight the spirit. And overcome. We're right at the end of this service. Who wants to be an overcomer? Don't marry someone outside of the message. Or it will end in divorce. I'm going to say something even stronger. Don't marry somebody that believes staying home and listening to tapes is okay. Don't do it. It will lead to divorce. Because my prophet said, you need a pastor to carry you through, to carry us, to take us all the way. He said, young men, young men, run with the message. Shake yourselves, church. Wake up to the reality of who we are. Hallelujah. If you want to go home and listen to this message, Brother Bram says this message is a message every single person will hear before the coming of the Lord. 1962, 12.30 a.m. is called the Absolute. In that message, Brother Branham says that every person, every nation will hear, hear this tape, will hear this service. So if you haven't listened to that message, pastors, if we haven't heard that message, we might need to get it for our congregations. We might need to play it in our church. Amen. I don't believe in a pastor just pushing play and sitting there and letting Brother Branham preach all the time. That's a denomination. That's what the Lutherans and the Wesleys did. The Methodist Church. They followed a man. But I don't follow a man. I follow the man. The man that Brother Branham pointed me to. Brother Branham's whole commission was to come get Rebecca. 
and bring her to Jesus. Brother Branham did not stay in the bedroom with Jesus and you. Brother Branham died in 1965 so that you can have relationship with Jesus. Hallelujah. Because God knew that if he were still alive, you would be doing what they do to the Pope. You'd be worshiping him. You'd be kissing his feet. So he took him off the scene. And he said, Love me. Jesus said to you, all you need to do is love me. What was the prophet's message doing? Calling to you. Calling to you. He called you by name one day. Because the message that I believe is personal. Personal God. Who wants a personal God? Who wants a living God? I don't just serve a God like that on a picture. I don't just bow down to that every day. No, 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 no. I am the picture. I am. I am he. She is him. And if we're not him, something wrong. If we're not him. If we're not a true reflection of Jesus, uh-huh. we have not received the message. So who is really deceived? It'll be so close, it'll deceive the very elect. If possible. I'm so glad those two words were there. It's not possible for me to be deceived. It's not possible. Even if my daddy denied this message, I would not follow him. Come on, young people. You better not be in this church because your daddy and mommy bring you. You need to come to church because you have a revelation that God is going to meet you. Meet you personal. Personal God. Hallelujah. I don't come to Brother Gideon because I love him. I don't come to his church because I love his personality. I come because he preaches the message. Hallelujah. Any minister of the gospel that preaches another gospel other than what William Branham preached is a false prophet. It doesn't matter if he's his son. It doesn't matter if you're a son of a prophet. It doesn't matter if you're the son of a pastor. It doesn't matter if you're the son of a deacon. You need a personal experience with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It's not good enough to believe your parents are going to heaven. You little kids back there, you can receive Jesus. My father said this Tim, go higher than me. 
do more for the gospel than I did. That's what our parents need to tell young people. Not, you're so young, you're so young. Get down there. You can't preach till you're 50. That's not the kind of fathers we need in the message. That's not the kind of pastors we need in the message. In fact, any elder that won't let young people preach is not of God. Amen. I'm only 29. But I believe the message from 47 to 65. I believe the message from 1947 to 1965. Amen. Oh, this is rattling people. Oh, the amens went down there. Because there's people in the message. I only listened to 63 to 65. You're not going in the rapture. That's thus saith the Lord. You need to listen to all the message. You need to listen to every part. You need to eat all of the lamb. You can't just pick a little here. Oh, Brother Branham. Brother Branham had a great ministry of healing. There's message ministers that have great ministries of healing. They have a great following. But yeah, they, they deny the third pool. There's ministers in the message of the hour that have discernment far more than I'll ever have. They have discernment. Uh-huh. They can call out people by name. But that is not the bride ministry. The bride ministry is when we receive the spoken word. The original seed. Not a, not a fake word. Not a changed word. Not fresh fruit. But we need the sacrifice. It's going to be bloody. It's going to be bloody. It's going to be messy. The message is messy. And they say, the critics say, oh, it's a mess. Thank God it's a mess. I'm going to tell you what they've done. They received something. They received something that looks beautiful. This is a $20 Canadian bill. It looks nice, doesn't it? A lot nicer than your Ugandan shillings. <laughs> I'm making a real big point here. But then I've got one U.S. dollar. It's all wrinkled up. It's folded up. It's made out of paper. If I took it right now, I could rip it right in half. 
This is the message. And this is your denomination. It looks good. You can't even find fault in it. You can try to rip it. Seems stronger than the message. It looks more beautiful than the message. But this cannot buy you what this can. Because the message is eternal life. It might look messy. It might look like it's less value. But the message is great value. It don't matter if you crumple me up. It don't matter if I go through trials. It don't matter if I go through the furnace. Some through the furnace. Some through the fire. Some through the lion's den. Some the jail. But all through the blood. Hallelujah. Amen. You say my life is a mess. I've been in the message. I've tried everything. That's when you need to stop and wait a little longer. Because it might be your last service. And Jesus came by your way through an American. And he came down and he's saying, Come to me. Come to me. Touch Jesus. Do you mean business with Jesus? Then get your life right with him. Get your life right. Find out what you believe. Most of you don't even know who William Branham is. You're guilty. You don't even know who he is. You don't even know his life story. You don't even know the trials he's been through. You don't know that he lost one of his wives because he listened to his mother-in-law. Most of you don't even know that. How many young boys and girls know that an angel spoke to William Branham in a tree when he was a young boy? Some of you do. That same angel is going to speak to you right now. Don't ever drink. Don't ever smoke. Don't ever defile your body, girls. For there's a work. I said there's a work for you to do. This is my testimony. I will never. I will never compromise. I will never compromise on the word of God. Because if I stand for the word, I might lose my family. But God, rich in mercy, will restore my family. You might not have a mom. You might not have a daddy. They might hate you. But I'll give you a daddy. I'll give you a mommy. They'll help you. Hallelujah. How many lives here? How many can say my life has been like this, brother? I feel worthless. I feel like I'm not beautiful. I look at my friends and denominations and they are liberated. 
Let me give you a deep revelation. They are liberated in the flesh. But I am liberated in the spirit. And the spirit in me says come. The spirit in me says come. Receive life. Receive Jesus. Receive seed. Receive seed. Hallelujah. Right now, let's bow our heads. Jesus is here. Yes, The wings of the eagle are coming down. Papa Eagle's coming down. Jesus is here, brothers. We're going we're gonna to create an atmosphere right now for God to move. The atmosphere we want to create is one of faith. Not of shouting. But of consecration. Because let's be honest. All of us could have a better prayer life. All of us need to read our Bibles more. All of us, by God's grace, need to listen to the message. Heavenly Father, we can sense your presence, God. May the voice that has been spoken this evening point people back to the tree of life. Lord, we can have deep mysteries. We can know all about the seals. But if we don't have love, our prophet said we won't be there. Restore love, Jesus. For right now, God, my hand is lifted. I'm crying out, Lord. I'm crying out for that mother that says, God, give me my husband back. Restore harmony in our home, Jesus. Help me to love him more when he hates me. Help him to love him more when he shouts at me. I hear a husband crying. He doesn't know what to do. His wife won't listen to him. His wife thinks she's better than him because of his past. In the name of Jesus, may the past be broken in that marriage. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, may every son and daughter of God have deliverance tonight. And may they go home different people. How many want to talk to Jesus? You pray. What is your yearning? What is your deepest desire? If it's not for Jesus, I'm here to tell you, you need to repent. Paul preached a message of repentance. First, you need to repent. And then you need to be baptized. Some of you need grace in your home right now. You fought with your wife this afternoon. 
and you need to ask for forgiveness. If that's true and you're a wife and you were arguing with your husband, raise your hand. If you've been arguing, if you've been against your husband, be honest enough to say, God, forgive me. Is there any husbands that want to stand and say, God, forgive me for mistreating my wife? Is there anybody that will be honest enough to say my, my, my marriage is not perfect, God? Lord, give me wisdom. Is there any young people that are looking for a mate? Can you stand? Can you stand up on your feet and say, God, give me wisdom to pick the right one? One. Only a few. The ones that aren't standing, I want to say this. That means you need to get married to Jesus. The ones that are standing right now, in the name of Jesus, you are ready for marriage because you have the right desire. In the name of Jesus Christ, may God give you the desires in your heart. Little girl in the back, Jesus loves you. Thank you, young people. Out of all those questions, it was the young people that responded the most. That told me something right now. It's the elders in this church. It's the elders in the message that aren't being honest in heart. Therefore, you're hindering the revival in your church. Because these young people are looking to you. Forgive our parents. God, forgive every parent that is not living the message. Forgive our pastors that aren't living the message. Forgive me, God, if I have said anything that would hurt or offend. God, it's not our intention as a minister. It's only to edify people and to draw them into a relationship with how many can stand now and say I believe what help my unbelief can you stand up if you believe the message is true only stand if you believe that the prophet's message is for you. If it's for you, brother, then you believe it. If it's for you, sister, that's raising your hand, you believe it. Never doubt. When you come to church from now on, don't look at a man look to Jesus in life. Let's sing this song.
God's not done moving in the bride.